Good morning, everyone. It is Monday, March 5th, and uh, I'm up working. Answered an email today. Someone was talking about the audios that I put out this past weekend, and they said, I wish you'd do one on the fear of failure because it's kicking their butt. So I wanted to talk about that today, and I'm going to have something funny for you in a little bit. Um, I'm not going to tell you not to be afraid because to me, it's not going to work. You're going to be afraid. You're going to be afraid until things become easy and until it becomes second nature for you to do it. It's just an inescapable fact that fear of failure is something that you're going to have to deal with, okay? Now, you can learn to succeed in spite of it. You have to live with it, um, and you can be productive anyway. What I kind of liken it to is, like, uh, for instance, most of us are scared of spiders, okay? So let's say there's this big, hairy, like, australian size spider, sitting there right beside your computer and it's really terrifying looking and in fact it may be deadly we don't know it's it maybe looks deadly okay but it's not going to kill you but you still don't want it to jump in your face and bite you right it's it's that scary so you're going to be frozen initially like you don't want to move because if you move and that spider jumps then that's just too terrifying of a thought right so you don't want to do that you're just going to sit still and be paralyzed for a while And that spider doesn't go away. It just sits there. It's not going to leave you. You have to leave it. You have to go on and do something. Eventually, you're going to get hungry. You're going to need to get up and go to the bathroom. You're going to want to do something else. So you're going to have to get out of that frozen state if you want to continue living life and not just die there right in your paralyzed state, right? So that spider can look scary. It can be you know, deadly looking, but you're going to have to learn how to live beside it, right? Same thing with your fear of failure. It it looks really scary. It feels like it's going to be the end, but it's not going to kill you. And you're going to have to go on and do your stuff in spite of the fact that it's sitting there staring at you. Okay. Um, fear is to me like a paper tiger. Uh, I don't know if all of you know what that means, but paper tiger is something that looks very menacing and deadly, but isn't. Uh, I'll just tell you a a personal story about that. When I was going through my divorce, I uh, was talking about this with my counselor. I was very, very scared. We were out of the immediate danger of an abusive situation, but I still was forced to go uh, during the negotiations. We were forced to go into family counseling. And it was very, very terrifying having to sit in a room with your abuser and tell someone in front of him what he'd done, you know, and so that's very, very scary. But I knew he couldn't hurt me anymore. I just had to remind myself of that. So I literally printed out a small, maybe about the size of my thumb, a small tiger, okay? And I cut, I printed out a picture of his face to go on that tiger, real tiny. And so he was the paper tiger. And I put a toothpick on the back of it and just kind of, so it was like a little, uh, like a little flag, okay, so a toothpick holding a paper tiger, and I kept that in my purse, and I would just have my hand down in my purse the whole time during counseling, and I would twirl that paper tiger around just to remind myself, because if you let it, fear will consume you. It's very, very powerful, and it will take over and control every decision you make or every decision you refuse to make, okay? Um, Another funnier story is the story of the water slide. My kids love to go to Great Wolf Lodge, and they have so much fun, and they always wanted me to go on this Texas tornado. Um, I'm terrified of 
um, heights and things like that. I don't like water slides, but I had promised them. And so, because we were, you know, we were free, we were in a good situation, and they just wanted to celebrate and all that. And so I went up these, oh gosh, I don't even know how many flights of stairs, got on that thing. And it's one of those that has, like, all four of you are in the in the tube together. And it's one of those that has drops, okay? And so you're going down, and it's dark. The tube is dark when you're first going down it. And so you can't see what's coming. And then all of a sudden you drop, and your stomach goes all the way up in your throat, and then you enter this big, it looks like, I mean, almost like a toilet bowl. You enter this tornado-shaped thing, and you have to just go all the way up the sides and down. And I felt like I was going to die, okay? I knew it wasn't. You're not going to die on the water slide. You know, it's not like hitting the cement. But I just felt like it, it was the end for me. And I'll play, I'm going to play the audio. We we had a, a GoPro, and at the end of this uh lesson I'll I'll play that for you but it starts out with me just going no 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 you know I'm really nervous my kids are laughing at me you can hear Sean and Dylan you know laughing at me Scarlett the whole time is saying calm down mom because she didn't like seeing me so scared and at the end of it you know like I, I I can't even describe what comes out of my mouth we have no idea to this day what gibberish came out of my mouth because I was so terrified but guess what I didn't die. I lived through it. I made some good memories with my kids, and we laugh about it to this day. Would I go down it again? No. <laughs> okay, so fear doesn't always subside after you go through something, but it can get easier. If it's something that you want to continue doing and you don't think it was that bad, then you know you can continue doing it, and it becomes not very scary. You may get to the point where you could feed that little pet spider or pet him. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever get to that point, but you could. So... What I want you to do, when you think about this fear of failure, I want you to analyze the, the physical symptoms that you feel. Um, and, and at what point, the most important thing is, at what point does that fear of failure set in? Is it before you ever even get started on anything? Because when, when you're talking about something like that, that's something you really need to kick your own butt with. You know, that's like... That's like elementary school level fear where you have to tell a kid, you know, it's okay, go ask someone to play. That you need to you need to get it in gear on that level. Now, if you're feeling fear on hitting the publish button or the final launch button or something like that, or you know, having to do a big action step like contact someone and ask them, you know, to promote you, that's uh that's something that is is normal and that you will have to just stomach through this situation. But at that point, that's where I want you to analyze your symptoms. Do you feel, are you sitting there shallow breathing? Are you shaking? Do you have like a nervous stomach? Are you sweating? That kind of thing. I know when I when I published that Squidoo book and I was the only one that had one and I had all these people... Um, you know, calling me for interviews and stuff. I was so nervous because I don't know, I just thought of them as bigger than I do today. And so um, they were top marketers and stuff, but I would sit there just, I almost couldn't breathe doing my phone interviews with them because they had, they had a live audience and I was just so nervous um, that I was going to just die on it, you know, but I didn't. So 
when once I started going through that, I started realizing that there were physical symptoms. So before I picked up the phone and called into the webinar, I would do some deep breathing. Um, I'm not into all this hooey type of kumbaya stuff, but I mean, deep breathing, literally your body responds to it. So on a physical level, so I would take several deep breaths to calm down. Um, shaking, nothing you can do about shaking. Um, I would have dry mouth too. I'd be very nervous. So I would always have um, two glasses of water there. I would drink one before I even got started. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then I would do the second one during throughout. So I want you to recognize those symptoms. You, I don't want you to hide from them. And I don't want you to just like feel them and not understand what's going on. As you think about it, as you analyze your body, your physical symptoms, um, I want you to acknowledge them and and recognize what they are. That's a result of fear. And there's some things that you can you can do, you know, to remedy it. For instance, the deep breathing in the glass of water or whatever. Um, you can also have something specifically, like let's say you hit go on that launch and you're alive and you're just so worried. Have something, don't try to think of it at that moment. Have something ahead of time that you're going to occupy your mind with. Like maybe you need to be available for the first hour to make sure that your launch is running smooth. Um so be doing something that you can constantly be available to your launch. Then have something planned for maybe an hour after it goes live that you're out doing something with someone else. You're out and you are, maybe you're volunteering somewhere. You're doing something to keep your mind occupied so you're not just sitting there watching the stats and seeing if it's a flop or whatever. And the last thing is I want you to plan for the worst case scenario. One thing that I've learned is that's that always makes me feel better to know, okay, if a launch or whatever is a flop, then what? What what do I do then? And it helps me to be very scientific with my analysis and, and um, with my planning of my analysis. So if I'm sitting there thinking, okay, what am I going to do if it's a flop? Well, I want to have the the plan laid out. Okay, so if it's a flop, then I'm going to look and see, did I have the right affiliates on board? Was the product good? Was it the graphics? All that kind of stuff. I have like a little list in my head. I don't need it written down anymore of how I will analyze what went wrong. Um, and you can write out your analysis plan. I think that's smart. Okay, so fear of analysis, uh, fear of failure is just basically it's going to be there until it's not. And sometimes it just disappears as it, as time goes on and you don't, you're not afraid anymore. And sometimes it'll rear its head in other areas. Uh, with internet marketing, there's so many different business branches and strategies and, and tasks that you have to do. And you're all solo, really, unless you're delegating and outsourcing. So you're going to have to deal with a lot of fear. That's just what's involved in this, okay? So if you don't want to do it, quit and go do another safer mindset job. But if you want this, start to kind of, you know, understand that you're just going to have to live side by side with that fear. Okay, I'm going to play 37 seconds of the scariest water slide I ever went on. And you can hear me say, oh God, and probably a cuss word or two. And uh, then at the end, you hear me yell some sort of high pitched gibberish that I don't even understand. And Sean's trying to talk me down and he's laughing about the whole thing. <laughs> okay, here you go. <laughs>
Worst already over. Worst part's already over. <laughs> it's over. My poor kids. <laughs> they love watching that now, but <laughs> we have it on video, and it's even worse when you see me flying around like that. So, anyway, live with it, people.